Welcome to Pat's Cast, the unofficial Regina Pat's podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. And this is our episode for December the 5th, 2021. Connor Bedard the other way. He's got speed. In over the line, cutting up the middle to Armstrong. He scores! Taken away at the blue line. Here's Jacob Brook, potential breakaway. He's got speed. Walks in. Scores! 25 seconds to go in the second. Scores! They scored under their own net! Wow, I've never seen that. Nolan Allen just scored in his own net for Prince Albert. Well, Chris, the Regina Pats have played 23 games. We are 9-14, and 3-7 and in the last 10, and on a four-game losing streak. So usually for these episodes, I usually write down some some notes and have some talking points and uh it was a struggle to come up with some some talking points this week it's uh i don't know it's it feels it's tough it's a it's a really kind of down week i i was coming into this week feeling like you know these are two winnable games pa is not a terrible team but hey let's let's hope for the win there and swift current they're kind of on par with us should be one we can win at home after a long uh, long road trip come home play a home game and uh yeah, it just really did not come together this week, and frankly, it's getting kind of, kind of disappointing and old to come up with something to say that's uh, that's energetic and positive here. Yeah, that's uh, I echo your sentiments there. Like, I, there's not much more I can say. You know, you yeah, we we're looking for you know at least one win would have been nice, right? Yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't. I, it's it's tough. I mean, it's, <sighs> finally, it, it just PA was just like uh, just couldn't generate any offensive no. game, and then you do it in Swift Current, but then the defensive side of the game just falls apart. Yeah, like it's just undisciplined, uninspiring, uh, not energetic. It's just not great product to be watching right now like let's i mean let's start with pa you get down quick uh i mean ironically it's how many expats that just took it to us um you're down three nothing after one that's a deep hole like we don't have that that firepower to dig out of those holes um and this was a game we're you know we had talked in the past few weeks about our power play how successful it is and this is a game we had eight power plays and we were one for eight. Like, yeah, it's too it, bad. Something it just, just fell there. apart there. Yeah, and yeah. like, it seemed like the only the top line was doing anything. Like the Hal Vallis Bedard line was about the only th- only line generating any so- somewhat sort of offensive yeah. push. The other lines just didn't have anything. Like, yeah. I got I don't know. EPA they lose their not lose, but they trade away their best player probably and they come in and (laughs) and yeah it just like it's like they didn't miss a beat they just said okay well he's gone everybody's got to step up and everybody did step up right yeah yeah absolutely i mean the goalie i thought played pretty decent otherwise there's well yeah yeah pas yeah yeah i mean 40 we had 47 shots and i mean that's i mean there wasn't a ton of quality scoring chances there no i was gonna say yeah it's it's a can be a misleading statistic, but uh, yeah, at least we had pucks on the net. Uh, yeah, and like I, the one note I have down here is the 
the third goal in the first period, like just another terrible pass. It was just like the Calgary game, like, you know, you just get out of the period and you throw it right up the middle yeah. and it's in the back of your net. You get out of the period 2 nothing. okay, maybe that's not so bad, but 3 nothing. ugh. But I mean, 2 nothing wouldn't have changed anything. Not yeah, in that game. In the end. No. In in the in the in the moment it was like, oh, you know, two nothing might be okay, but no, it wasn't it wasn't uh to be. I mean the highlight of the night for the Pats was probably the own goal that they picked up. Like that was kind of a, a funny play. Yeah, I mean if you're looking for any highlights there, <laughs> it's uh, I don't know, it just you're right, like things are just not working and I don't know I, like we, we were talking before the coaching change we said this isn't a team that's gonna be fantastic right like it's it's I don't know I, I, it feels like is this is this better now that Strush is gone like is this what people wanted is this are they are we happy now I, I don't know I guess you guys whoever there's a lot of people on that bandwagon for the the fire Strush bandwagon and uh well, I've those people I've seen already on the trade Bedard bandwagon. Now they've they've jumped on the new one and said, "Okay, well we got to blow it up. This team's terrible." Well, I thought <laughs> you said firing the coach is going to fix it. Yeah, well, clearly it hasn't. And I mean that's why they're called fans. And I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's true. We are to an extent, <laughs> but I mean there are the crazy ones out there, and they always make their voice heard on that, the, the social media, right? That's a good point. Um, yeah, I don't know. it's just disappointing, right? It's just it's. it's too I know hard. everybody is disappointed. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, we yeah. are as well. It's just we're a little more realistic. But boy, you know, you go into the the Swift Current game. That was some Timbit BS hockey. Sometimes, man, like some of the defensive play in that game was horrific, and just. Some. I mean, yeah, lots of puck watching and leaving guys wide open, just, like standing around like pylons and and just getting skated around and watching the puck yeah like three or four guys just focused on the puck carrier and standing there and getting passed around like it was really pretty bad pretty yeah and then and then you the penalty trouble again yeah right so okay we're we're ahead like let's okay you know there's about 10 minutes left in the third period one goal lead we take four penalties in the last 10 minutes of the third period when we had a lead at one point, right? Like that's tough to watch. Yeah. That's really, really pretty tough. Um, yeah. No, after the Brook goal, I was like, okay, we got this now. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was nice to see Brooke finally score someone who just hasn't found it again this year. Um, nice little goal and, uh, yeah, didn't happen. No, it was it was tough, tough to see that. And I know I was reading some stuff about people really disappointed in Bedard, and you know, up until I don't know, even say the last couple games, I would would agree with that sentiment in somewhat. But I felt like this is one of his better games from a individual standpoint, at least uh, his impact on the game. It felt like. Yeah, he really stood out in the Swift Current game. I yeah, thought. like his like, the two assists he had uh, setting up those goals. It was one of those cases where the the other team was just focusing on him and and uh, 
he exposed that and got some really nice passes out to uh, Armstrong and Vallis. And they his, both had nice finishes. They weren't easy tap-ins either. Yeah, he's, Armstrong's is really tough. He had to bring yeah, that yeah. across his body, and and it was that was a tough goal. And yeah, Vallis's was not an easy shot either. So credit to them, but um, absolutely, Connor Bedard drew the attention uh, of of the the Broncos. Um, and then his goal, right? Like you can watch the replay of that, and that was that was some individual effort. Yeah, yeah, it looked good. So nice to see him starting to maybe get back into his his uh, his groove and his ability. Yeah, but, just in time for him to take off, right? Yeah. yeah. And when when does he leave? By uh, so they say it starts on the ninth. So I assume Ooh. he'll be here for the Medicine Hat game. Shoot, but, so he's gonna miss Teddy Bear toss. Yeah, he'll miss the weekend for sure. Oh. And then if he makes the team, he'll be gone till the new year, right? Yeah. And then another <laughs> another thing to point out: when does Svoza leave? Like he'll be making World Junior Team. He played with it last year. True. Yeah, that's a so, good point. I hadn't thought of that. I know, right? So he's, I mean, the roster, I haven't seen the roster yet, but I, I can't imagine he's not going to make it, especially playing over here in North True. America. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. I was thinking of Bedard, but... Bedard and Svozil could be gone. Like yeah. That. And um, Svozil, I mean, his game has come leaps and bounds. You can, totally. you can tell. Yeah. His defensive game is 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 improving. It's not yeah. there yet, but uh, but of his offensive game, you can tell as Absolutely. well, has improved quite a bit. I agree. Yeah, so that'll be an interesting loss. Uh, hmm. I mean, we, we can talk about some other things. So the team's pretty banged up. We've got some suspensions. Uh, Nyhoff's out. Stringer was a late scratch in Swift Current. He's a bit yeah, banged so he up. Was, he, yeah, I wonder what's up there. He had two two game suspension and then all of a sudden he's missed the last two games with injury so it's like oh geez yeah. that's tough four games and then now Dubinsky, Dubinsky right like how long is he going to be out yeah he took that uh a knee on knee hit in pa uh so he could be out for a little bit uh smith is still Tuesday. out johnson's still out i mean you can pick out some excuses here and there but not not for the play like the poor yeah. play. I can understand, okay, we're losing because we didn't have some of our players, but the way they played was just uninspiring <laughs> and hard to talk about, to be honest. <laughs> so that being said, I'm not going to dwell on these games. Uh, there's not much we can... We're just sitting here. There's nothing we can really do about it. I don't know. How many more people can you fire? What more can you do? You're right, not going to exactly. trade Bedard this year. Like That's stupid. So... I mean, unless things dramatically change, yeah, th- that'll be the conversation this time next year, right? Yeah. But it's not going to happen, so. I mean, do you look at moving like a Riker Evans here? Okay, well, like that's a good, probably, yeah. You could probably get a haul. You could probably get some good, a decent haul for him. I mean, somebody that's For top-scoring there. defenseman? Yeah. If he could clean up his act a little? <laughs> I mean, you take the good with the yeah, bad. Yeah, he takes some. Yeah, I mean that's a good question. Sure. Penalties. Sure, I we mean, could... he's he's your only like real trade bait for this year, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay, well, put that out there. What do you think? Uh, how many player? How many teams have a twenty spot though? That's true. You'd have to trade a twenty for a twenty. 
uh, it feels like 20 year olds don't always get quite the regardless that's a good question that's definitely something i could see happening now that you've mentioned it he's fourth in defenseman scoring uh so would you want points picks or players picks don't help us next year that's that's what i was gonna say yeah it's got to be a young player a young good player yeah you got to look at a 17 or 18 right yeah and uh and you're gonna get a 20 back most likely yeah the 20 would just be for logistics i don't really care about that but uh yeah absolutely if you get a young good player out of it someone out west maybe you'd be looking well, that's a good that's a good discussion topic. I don't know off the top of my head, yeah, but like uh, Alex certainly Cotton. something to keep out there. Okay, so Alex Cotton just got traded to Vancouver from Medicine Hat, uh, Lethbridge. Yeah, and he's a twenty. Okay, he's an 01. They got a D man in return, Hunter McInnes. Okay, and they got a twenty two third, a twenty three fourth, a twenty two fifth, and a twenty two sixth. It's a lot of picks. A- yeah. For an offensive defenseman, right? Yeah. Because he was right up there last season. Yeah. Okay. What did he put up last year? He put 26 points in 24 games. I mean, that's right up there with Evans, right? Yeah. So something, I mean, that's four picks and a player. And a, I assume that's a 20. I, I'm just assuming that. He's an 05. McKinney. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, they're 05. Okay. Oh, I guess that maybe Vancouver had a 20 open because this is earlier in the season, right? So. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a kind of a good benchmark, I guess. Hey, you could be maybe expecting something similar. Those fifth and sixth round picks. Eh. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather have like the third and fourth maybe or a second and yeah. fourth or whatever. But Yeah, young guy and a, a third and a fourth. That'd yeah, be all right. Something like that. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that, but that's a good thing to get people thinking about i think is what are our uh, assets to sell off and yeah, basically it's him <laughs> yeah you look at the 19s maybe a dubinsky too if he's I mean, made he a case be for back himself next year yeah that's true you kind of want him back i think next year yeah he's your only offensive 19 right because none of the other guys i mean carrier right like he's coming along but yeah I don't know. Is he is he enough to keep around for next year? Or? Right, right. I don't think you can get much for him this year. No. Okay. Well, that's one thing to think about going forward. When's uh, trade deadline? It's usually early January. Uh, yeah, usually like the tenth or so. Okay. I mean, there's kind of like the trade. Well, cause with the draft coming up right away. Yeah. Like if you want to get a pick, you yeah. know this month you, you got to make a trade here within the next few days yeah absolutely right yeah okay well you know maybe they'd want to try and do that before before draft day if they're looking for a, a pick this because we gave away our first round pick already with with uh stringer so right yeah i yeah. don't know if it, it might be a little early to tra- make a trade of that magnitude now but, but it, i mean with unusual timing of the draft it it is early compared to the, it dra- is, yeah. the deadline but you might have to get that done. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, it could be could be something over the next few days. So keep your eyes out for that. Uh, well, otherwise, games this week. So Medicine Hat on Wednesday at home, and then at home versus Prince Albert, and that's the Teddy Bear Toss game. 
so they're really emphasizing any of your bears have to be in a bag. So anyone that brings one, put it in a bag. I think they're probably going to be making you put them in a bag uh, at the door or something like that. And I think that has a, something to do with COVID protocols. So no giant-ass bears unless you can find a giant-ass bag to go with it, I guess. I know. I was thinking like, the bears that we brought there a couple years ago. <laughs> man, we're going to uh, get a bag for that. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> that would have co- cost like, more than a bear probably. <laughs> they were like six feet tall. Like, yeah. They're massive. So I don't know if we're going all that out this year but uh, uh, i haven't seen anything i haven't yeah, even looked i kind of I forgot really, about it i haven't gone out i i don't think unless i see something but uh i don't have one yet so to find a no. big ass bear in the like, next few days probably not but yeah for sure we'll get something uh that's always fun and as you said it's kind of a shame bedard won't be there for that one though it's always a fun game do you see the attendance for uh calgary and edmonton's yeah. Just unreact. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, no, I mean, That's it's cool. it's a good tradition there and brings about maybe they can get, I don't know, not free advertising, but maybe they can get, you know, some people coming because the attendance at both those, for both those teams uh, has not been the greatest yeah. this season. Yeah, they certainly get some for that game. So if they can, you know, if it, and Calgary themselves, I was going to say Edmonton's a great team, but Calgary's kind of on a bit of a swing here too. They've beat up a few teams here lately, so uh, maybe they could pull some people. Yeah, like after Saskatoon and Regina, they, they whooped Moose Jaw yeah. midweek as well. They've been really coming along. says if our division are just not so great, but yeah. they've been feasting on us. So, uh, And then uh, Brandon, at Brandon, on the Sunday. So, uh, Is that an early start, 4 o'clock? No, sorry, it's a Saturday. Sorry. PA on oh, Friday, and then I said Sunday, but it's Saturday. So, 7 o'clock start. Okay. Uh, so, a three and four weekend, kind of busy, but uh, hopefully can find some legs there. Uh, luckily, two on the two at home. So, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Nowhere to go but up from here, really, it feels yeah. like. We're almost at the basement, again, of the division, uh, or the conference, even. So... I don't know, guys. Let's go. Medicine Hat's the only team below us. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, we're only them. six points behind Moose Jaw in fifth place, right? I know. I know. It's still, we talk, we've been talking about it all year. It's still tight. Like that, what, five, six, seven teams yeah. seem to be. Well, was Calgary not in the basement? They were. I mean, well, I mean, not behind Medicine Hat, but, you know, three wins, you know, they're vaulted up to seventh, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. If we can just get some wins here. Get on a roll, but it's going to be tough, you know, like you said, guys out, guys leaving. Yeah, I mean, we're not even going to have Nyhoff. We'll have him back for the Friday because it's a three game, right? Yeah, Yeah. he's one more. Yeah, Uh, hopefully get Stringer back. Uh, Dubinsky maybe, depends how bad that that hit was, but at least the teddy bear game should be fun. You know, I was thinking about Dubinsky. I was looking at uh, the stats. He hasn't scored in a long time. Like 14 games for Dubinsky. So, I mean, he might be out a while, so who knows? It, it might not be. Uh, well, let's go around the league a little bit. So, uh, Winnipeg had a loss, another one, to uh, Saskatoon this time. So, they played a home-and-home. Home. They've done that a few times now, lately. Um, but yeah, Saskatoon really took it to them on their second yeah. game. It would end up being like 6-something, six 6-3, six six two. Six two. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so good for them. Uh, Winnipeg sitting at... 22 and 
three effectively. They have two losses and one overtime loss. Edmonton closing that gap now, so uh, same amount of games played, and they're six points behind. And over in the West, uh, how are we looking? Everett, Everett, Kamloops, Seattle, uh, Vancouver up there as well. Everett really and Kamloops seem to be in that upper tier in the Western Conference. Uh, Everett was in Portland tonight, a 7-1 loss for Everett. Oh. It's a bit of a shocker there. Yeah, no kidding. That's only their second regulation loss. Yeah. We kind of talked about it with the PA game, but so starting to see some of the the big assets move around. So Caden Goulet moved over to the Oil Kings. Uh, so that's a fairly pretty big haul, I think. So two players, Carson Latimer, Eric Johnson, two first-round picks, one in 2021 and one in 2023. And then a third and a sixth. The third's conditional. I don't know if that's conditional to maybe him playing. Probably next him year. coming back next yeah, year. Yeah. Yeah. So likely won't see that. But regardless, the two first round picks and two players, it's a pretty pretty good haul. Yeah, and Latimer's drafted as well. I don't know. By Ottawa. I don't know where okay. exactly, but So not a not a couple yeah. of chumps. No, no. Not a toss and kind of thing. So yeah. But I mean, even like that's a twenty-one, so they're getting one this year, and then a twenty. Right away here, yeah. So it's not even like the upcoming; it's another. So you're still not yeah. seeing the results of that for like, because that twenty, know, right? the twenty twenty-three, the kids. <laughs> how old is he right now? Like twelve. Twelve. <laughs> Thirteen. Whatever. I mean, the twenty twenty-one. So you'll yeah. get him for next year. He'll yeah. Be Sixteen next year. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like the first round is pretty strong. I mean, it's, I don't think it's like last year's first round. Is it? But, or I mean, not last year's, but yeah. the, the Bedard, Bedard draft yeah. with, you know, with Jaeger and Height and all those guys. I don't think it's that strong, but it sounds like the first round is pretty strong. So, but see what happens without one. Yeah. Uh,. I guess we should talk about Bedard going over to World Juniors. Um, I mean, there's some questions or comments about that he necessarily hasn't had a, a stellar year, and but but like we've we've kind of talked about it, or you know, there's there's always that discussion that once a guy is sort of in that Hockey Canada realm and bubble, be continued in that that discussion. So he got the invite. Chances are he makes the team. Yeah, it's tough to say. I mean, like, had a slow start to the under-18s, right? Yeah. And, but you look how he finished at the under-18s, you know, because yeah. of 15. In the, all the projections, he's not on the roster. He was certainly projected to be invited, but uh, it's, okay. a, it's a fairly decent team without him, I think. Like, he'd really, I think, have to impress. But you never know, with, like, injuries and stuff. Exactly. Plus, you know, there's lots of, lots of guys that aren't coming back like Sillinger and yeah. a few other guys that aren't obviously. Yeah. yeah. They were talking about uh, some of those guys. The NHL is not, none of them are coming back. That's every year, right? There's yeah. always a guy or two that doesn't come back. So there's always, you know, somebody else has got to step up. Right. Yeah. Okay. You got anything else for this week? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't know. Are we doing any predictions for this coming week? <laughs> Just, better play like look better be better be better i don't know i'd just like Should. to see some better defensive play really like yeah. just cleaner defensive not god man it was it was ugly 
some of those gold i don't know they were just standing there for some of them yeah i would just like to see some cleaner play and more disciplined yeah, yeah really yeah. I, i'd be happy with that right now yeah. the goals will gotta, come yeah they gotta you gotta beat medicine hat and then i mean can you split the weekend games so it's nice to win that teddy bear toss game with all the people there yeah they should play with a little extra pep but we'll see i'm not banking on anything right now till they prove no. me otherwise <laughs> yeah okay exactly. well regardless let's have some fun at the rink on the weekend and uh we'll see you around all right have a good night good night pat's cast is a proud member of the saskatchewan podcast network if you're interested in other homegrown podcasts with a wide variety of topics, check out saskpodcastnetwork.com.